0: Hi, this is Megan's as Mamas. Two best friends with the same name and the same due date sharing their different experiences as first time moms. All right, we are recording in at night now. We've shifted to be night owls because our children kept interrupting
1: us, so here we are yes uh, and and night, in the dark and night owls for us means like eight thirty pm so. oh <laughs> yeah
0: it's it's eight zero seven in Nashville. It's fine. That's, that's definitely, it feels like midnight. But, I,
1: it, it does. And we still had to have the discussion of like, is this too late? <laughs>
0: <gasps> we went, went to Target today to run some errands because we needed um, some formula and a couple other things. And it was noon and I told Tyler, I was like, does it not feel like like four o'clock? She's like, yes, it feels very late. I'm like, at least it's not just me. It's also my spouse. Who is the party pants of their relationship? So, Tyler, like, he can stay out for forever. Megan knows this. Yes. I was like, I'm a grandma, right? <laughs> like, if I could just spend every night in my house, that would be excellent. But no. So, even if he says it's late, then it's definitely feeling late.
1: Yeah. No, I i feel the same way. It'll be like 2 p.m., and Brian and I will look at each other and we're like, it's not time for bed. Okay, cool. <laughs> wait a minute it's not bottled in book, yeah Which I'll tell
0: people what that means in a minute yeah which speaking of sleep and late night that's our topic today we are talking all about sleep since that's one of the big things that babies do when they're little or they don't
1: do or don't do for that matter
0: <laughs> they eat and they sleep and they go to the bathroom well, they- I'm gonna try my hardest not to say a not to get us the explicit E this time. That is my mini goal for this episode.
1: It's, it's a nice goal. I don't know. We'll see. Because
0: <laughs> I almost just said a foul word. <laughs> I mean, on the totem pole, it's not that bad. So
1: Okay, I'll try to. I'll try. Too. I'll try.
0: <laughs> well, why don't we just go ahead and get right to it. So the million dollar question everyone thinks is appropriate to ask new parents <laughs> How's your baby sleeping at night right now? Are you and, getting uh, any sleep? Are you getting any rest? Are you sleep <laughs>
1: training? Shut up, Karen. <laughs> the
0: answer is don't ask people this question. Um <laughs> unless you really want to like commiserate yes. and be like, "Oh, I'm really sorry. You deserve more sleep. You're still a great parent." Or oh, you ask them for advice. Like it's one thing if I'm like, "Oh, I'm not. I'm sleeping 5 minutes at a time." what did you do, Susan, for your daughter? Um, but it's very different for it to be, like, you know, someone, like, Carol's asking you if you're sleeping or not. No, Carol, I have a newborn <laughs> person not sleeping.
1: Uh, yes. And then, you know, once you say, oh, I'm tired or whatever, then you get the whole rigmarole of, like, well, can you push their bedtime later? Did you put cereal oh. in their bottle? Like, mm. Mm. I just, or Zip my it.
0: favorite, just wait till they're teenagers. Please let me get to this first part just before you start saying. And honestly, I was a super easy teenager. I was just talking, we just passed the holidays and I was with my mom. And we were talking about this and I was like, I was a cakewalk. I followed all the rules. I didn't do any drugs. I didn't drink. I spent, uh, shout out to Joanna and Kelly if you're listening. <laughs> I spent, Saturday nights playing Dance Dance Revolution <laughs> with like my two girlfriends, like yes, so simple as a teenager. I stayed out late, too late one night, and that was it. um So I'm like actually not super afraid of being a teenager because Tyler was a good teenager too. Watch Ezra be a terror, but for now I'm not actually that afraid. <laughs>
1: yeah, I I wasn't bad as far as like that goes. I mean, I always did well in school and whatever. Um, but I did give my mom a lot of attitude so I know that mm. Riley is coming for me and <laughs> <laughs> I will have to pay for what I have done.
0: <laughs> See, I'm just more afraid of being like a, you know, a mother right now to a boy where it's like the scene from Bridesmaids <laughs> where the mom is talking about what it's like to be a mother of boys. Oh That's yeah. That kind of my life. Yes. But <laughs> we'll see we'll see um okay well let's go ahead and ask each other the million dollar question how megan how is riley sleeping (laughs) at night um
1: so riley just turned four months old um yes um i can't believe it it's crazy it's like it feels like it's been forever but also i can't believe that she's four months old and she looks like a giant baby to me now (laughs) like, do they not just look giant compared to when they were newborns? It's so, oh yeah,
0: it's, and I, I was looking at newborn clothes today at Target, and I was like, "Oh my gosh, he used to fit in this, and now he's in three to six months, and even some of those are tight because he's so long." Yeah. Anyways, you were saying yes.
1: Um, so she's sleeping about like seven and a half to nine hours, um, for her longest stretch at night. Uh we've had some magical like ten plus hour nights where you know seas parted and angels came down from heaven <laughs> <laughs> and uh but those are not the norm unfortunately um so she goes down around like seven thirty eight p m and she wakes around like three to four thirty to eat um I've been trying to kind of extend it um to longer if I can, if she puts up with me um, using the taking care of babies method, um, which we'll talk a little bit about the the sleep programs that both of us have have uh, followed or or referenced. Um, and, and that's one that I've ta- um, looked at is taking care of babies. Mm-hmm. So I've tried to kind of extend it um, to later in the night, but you know that's that's where we're at right now um and actually tonight i'm going to try a dream feed um which we can which, talk yeah, about tell the, yeah yeah well we could talk about a little bit i was gonna say if not
0: just tell the people what that is because i didn't know what that meant at all no i um, no
1: i didn't either i Again, like when when we came home with Riley, I guess before coming home, I was already researching sleep because I'm just like a high sleep needs person, and yes. of course, uh, like the infamous fun
0: fact for the people, fun fact for the people, uh, Megan has an amazing talent where she falls asleep <laughs> on uh, transportation. Things mostly planes and so anywhere, Brian <laughs> has a wonderful album of just shots of Megan sleeping, and she's kind of got that like fish open mouth fish oh face. it's
1: always like double chin mouth open, <laughs> like maybe there's some drool in a couple of them I don't know, but yes it's it's a and skill the, it's a skill. <laughs> it's a skill and
0: Actually, I think you know this, that when you call me, one of those
1: pictures is the picture that comes up. <laughs> I do up know that, and I hate you a little bit for it. <laughs> it's okay. I was actually terrified that he was going to use that album as, like, a slideshow for one of our wedding events. And I'm just, yes. I'm, I know it's coming at some point for one of our life events. <laughs> <It is. laughs> um, but, yeah, so... So we're um doing one night feeding essentially now, and I'm considering the dream feed. So a dream feed is when you basically like you put them to bed around like their bedtime. So 730 in my case, and then like two to three, maybe three and a half hours later, right when you're going to bed, you get them up to eat and you kind of keep them in a drowsy state. So that's why they call it a dream feed. Like they might still be basically like sleep eating is kind of the goal. Mm-hmm. So you kind of fill their tank up and then it's supposed to align their longest sleep stretch with your actual sleep stretch. Um, so ideally, if it works, instead of waking up at, you know, three or four thirty or whenever I've been waking up, um, I would actually get to sleep until the morning, which would be, amazing I don't even know what that feels like anymore uh-huh. <laughs> um yeah speaking of sleeping until the morning um okay I
0: guess I, I, I gotta come clean okay so you can't shut the podcast off now and you can't hate me you can just listeners. a little bit but
1: <laughs> it's like I came clean to you what like two weeks ago uh-huh. I um, had a feeling based on our discussions. I was like, "Hmm, she is not commiserating yeah. as much as as she no, should But I, I'm a great listener. I'm like,
0: "Yes, go Riley for those long stretches." Um, cool. So, <laughs> Ezra goes to bed about the same time, like seven thirty, and uh, our little gentleman sleeps from like for like ten or ten and a half hours straight through the night. Um, if I
1: could choke you through the phone, I don't know. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I love you so much. I love um, you, but I hate you, I love you so
0: much. So there's times, like last night, for example, he woke up for like a hot second at one. I stuck the passy back in. He's still in our bedroom, by the way, whereas Riley is now in her own area because she's a little bit older. Yes. Um, and so he's still in a little bassinet right next to where I am. So he woke up at like one and was kind of like, you know, first of all, Ezra wakes up giggling most of the time. Um, so he was giggling you know that's cute grand old time <laughs> it's yeah it's cute when it's not at one o'clock in the morning so <laughs> you, like, you like put the pacifier back in jiggle his tummy and I lay back down and he laid back down and did it again at five and then he was up for good at about six forty-five. um I will say that like there's an influencer I follow she's here in Nashville her name is Hunter Primo she's great if you want to check her out on Instagram she has a really cute little baby named Remy well, I follow her um, too her
1: baby is such a little chug He's a little chunk so and especially
0: cute. as like a mama of like a little string bean baby. I'm like, that's what I imagined, right? Which we'll talk about in feeding a little bit, but I imagine like a chunk and I don't have one. So I like looking at her chunky baby. Um, <laughs> but she says like every mama has her struggles and you'll I'll talk all about the struggles that go on with feeding. That's my mama crossed a bear per se, whereas like sleep has actually not been the thing that has uh, uh, been my mom battle. Um but I will say it didn't start out all sunshine and roses cuz no baby starts out all sunshine and roses. So what did Riley's what is Riley's like sleep progression looked like from, you know, when that that crazy day when they're like, "Oh yeah, you get to watch over a human now."
1: <laughs> to now. They're like, "Bye. Good luck." <laughs> um, yeah, so um I think as we mentioned in the birth podcast um, and the pregnancy one. Riley was three weeks early. Um, I was induced three weeks early for a complication. So um, she was tiny. And um, in the early days, she was eating every two and a half to three hours, um, including at night. So her longest sleep would be three hours. And she would only do that once, I think in the beginning, she would do like three hours, and then she would do like two and a half and two and a half. Um,
0: yeah I think that's taking care of babies where I learned that that they have like essentially like two big sleep stretches mm-hmm. and the biggest the first one is the bigger one, so like once you've had that hour amount, normally all the rest of them are shorter, so you gotta like get it in, and that a <laughs> <laughs> big stretch, but keep going keep yes going.
1: yeah and and that was definitely true for her um and still is um but yeah, so it was God those first. I don't know. I want to say like six to eight weeks were like torture, like a CIA torture tactic, basically. Uh
0: There is because it's illegal to do sleep deprivation, by the way. Yeah. But we do it to new parents
1: all the time. Exactly. I mean, it was real. Obviously like it got slightly better as time went on, but um, I think because she was so early and because I did struggle with breastfeeding a lot um, in the beginning, that, I mean, she really was waking up every two to three hours. And in the beginning, it took her like 30 to 40 minutes, a lot of feedings. So when I say like, I mean, sometimes she would get up, you know, two hours and I had just fallen asleep and I'd maybe been asleep for like an hour and a half, you know? Mm -hmm. So it was just. It was brutal. Um, I was severely sleep deprived. (laughs) Um, And I'm trying to think of when around we started to get like some good stretches. It it just kind of like gradually lengthened. But I think around like eight weeks, um, we were getting like four to five hours for the longest stretch. And then at 10 weeks, it started to be five to six. And like I was feeling very hopeful. And then she had a few bad nights where she suddenly went back to three hours and that's when I panic rented the snoo at two AM mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> um, I remember texting and that was the fun part is that Megan and I would like sometimes be up at the same time. <laughs> yeah. And like text each other or be on Instagram and send each other things to make each other laugh.
1: Yep. <laughs> no, it's nice to have someone um to text at two AM when you're up feeding your baby um but yeah so i rented this new (laughs) then um but we got it in a few days and then after that we got back to like five to six hour stretches and then gradually seven to eight and now we're kind of in the eight to nine hour territory um and hopefully one day we'll be where uh baby ezra is but uh but yeah megan how were the early days for you
0: Oh, hot garbage. <laughs> um, hot, hot flaming garbage. And so, uh, I also want to say that I'm a firm believer that, like, some babies are just born sleepers. It just is. Um, I think it's just, like, a, a personality or temperament or thing. Um, and he just happens to be one of those babies. And, like, Megan and I will talk a little bit more about this in the episode. But you can do the same exact thing and get different results because children are human. But anyways, um, I will say it was the same for me. So... He, we really struggled hard with breastfeeding and I saw a lactation consultant and she was like, okay, here's what you need to do. You need to try to feed him and then you need to pump afterwards and then you can like go to sleep. Um, And some people do like feed, pump, feed them what you just pumped. I chose not to do that because sleep. <laughs> um, And so... Yeah, but he would take like 45 to 50 minutes to feed. Uh, we really just didn't ever get the hang of breastfeeding. Um, and so then let's say on an average night, I would he would feed for 45 minutes and then be done. And then I would pump for another 20 minutes. So now we're over an hour. And then I would get up and like put the pump stuff away. In the beginning, I was washing it. But the lactation consultant told me, she's like, no, girl, you don't have to wash it every time. You can just put all your pump stuff in a." bag and put it in your fridge which pro tip right there um and so by the time I would get back into the bed it's now been like an hour almost an hour and a half and so his longest stretch was that like three to three and so now I have an hour and a half to get to sleep and you have to like you hustle to sleep yes um and it's just and I've, no, I've never been someone who's able to fall asleep quickly until now because your body just goes into like survival mode and it just puts you down <laughs> i mean like tyler is a horrible snorer i love him so much um but he like he really snores loud i now sleep through his snores because my body's like again no girl you need <laughs> to sleep <laughs> so down you will go um, I mean, I got like a sty in my eye from stress. My lips started to get dry and cracky, which I don't even know what that's about. Um, it was super weird and really terrible. But I will say that uh, we got into a groove. And so when he would wake up in the middle of the night, I would just straight pump. Um, I had decided to practice breastfeeding during the day and reserve Mike for sleep. And Tyler would feed him and we go back to sleep. Um, but he did his first longer stretch of time. Um, at about, like, five-ish weeks. So he did uh, six hours at a time because our pediatrician finally gave us the go-ahead to, like, just let him sleep. And when he wakes you up... You don't have to wake him up every three hours, essentially, is what our pediatrician said. And so um, when he when he was six hours and he was so little, I think it may have been four weeks. It was very early. Um, I, I woke up crying because I thought he was dead. <laughs> I was, like, distraught. He he was fine. Um, But I made Tyler call the pediatrician the next morning. And they're like, "Um, No, ma'am, just like, congratulations, your baby. (laughs) Um, But there's like nothing out there. And this is gonna, again, don't hate me. There's nothing out there that's like, my baby sleeps for long stretches. Is that safe? Um, Because that's not normal. Most babies are, you know, not sleeping. So it's like, I couldn't find anything to validate that that was healthy and there wasn't something wrong with him. That's why I called the
1: pediatrician.
0: Yeah, it um, turns out that that was fine. Um, and then so it took about I would say right before he turned three months, he started to sleep all the way through the night. Um, and he has ever since. Although there were a couple times where he got up, uh, or wanted to be up at like four o'clock in the morning and wanted to eat, but that was like two times. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's we're pretty consistent that he just does ten, ten and a half hours every night. Which again, don't hate me. I love you. I love Mm -hmm. our Mm -hmm. listeners and I love you. It's fine.
1: It's fine. No, I mean honestly, like it's I definitely feel like I've made it through the the bad times, you know? Like yeah now is a cakewalk compared to those early early days. And even like, I mean her Sleeping eight or nine hours, I, I still count my blessings because I know some friends who are not so lucky, and even even oh, with older absolutely. babies. So, as much as I'll complain about being sleep deprived, and as much as you may com- like, you know, like anyone may complain about being sleep deprived with a new baby, just know that there's probably another mom that's uh, that's having it worse than you, and that's not to oh,
0: you know yeah. not
1: validate your feelings, but um and. You know, because any form of sleep deprivation sucks, but but babies have a wide range, I guess, is what I'm getting at. Um,
0: for sure, and like all new parents, we're all in the misery Olympics together. <laughs> but there are some parents who are like taking the gold medal, <laughs> exactly. Um, yeah, we have a beloved friend who I won't I won't share her name, but her little one didn't sleep for what, like eight months, yeah. something like that through the yeah. night. Yeah, um, and she did everything. She's she's a, an amazing, incredible mother, and it just like didn't happen and so right it is what it is right um which brings us to all the sleep tools um what do you use to help riley sleep i know you mentioned the snoo which is like the hot item yes. so tell the people about the snoo
1: yeah um so i use like all the things that i possibly can yeah. <laughs> everything just,
0: you, right. as the new parents you're like what will it how much money i don't yeah. care give it to me i want to
1: sleep. yep Yep. Um, it's amazing what like a few weeks of sleep deprivation will do to you. Like I would give my left arm for like, not really, but, but I was definitely like, but but maybe, maybe. (laughs) um, but yeah, we rented this new, um, like right before she turned two months old. And like I said, she went from like doing like five to six hours back to three and, and really like, it was just me panicking because I, I, it is very normal for babies to not make a completely linear progression. You know, oh, absolutely, like have absolutely. a lot of good days and then a few bad days and then good days and bad days and in general it trends upwards, but um, it's it's definitely normal to have a few bad nights here or there and it doesn't mean that you're like completely backsliding. Um, but I, it was 2 a.m. and I was tired. <clears throat> so I rented the new and um, we saved some info to our products highlight, but this new is a hey robot bassinet. I call it Robot Mom. Um, yeah.
0: <laughs> and
1: it basically, it's it's responsive. So it has a rocking, like a gentle rocking that um, in its baseline feature would go on all night. Um, and it has white noise built in. Um, it's actually, it's a very aesthetically pleasing bassinet. I'll say that as well. Oh, it's yeah. like mid century. It's, it's very like
0: minimum. Yes. Both of our houses. <laughs> this is going to shock everyone who knows us. <laughs> we have a lot of the same furniture and accessories in our home, and it's all mid century. Yes. So, yeah.
1: so um, that made me happy. But. Um, But for real, I guess the whole point of the snoo is that it's supposed to get you, you know, an extra one or two hours of sleep is what happiest baby says. And it accomplishes that that by if um, it hears your baby fussing or crying in the middle of the night, um, it'll up its rocking and white noise uh, to try and soothe your baby back to sleep. Because, you know, sometimes your baby doesn't need to eat. They just need some sort of rocking or Mm -hmm. comfort, um, or change in sleep environment, and then they'll fall back asleep. So, um, it, you know, it definitely worked for us. I'll say, um, you know, once we got the, the snoo in, um, we got back to that five or six hour place pretty quickly. And I will say, you know, it wasn't, quite as magical as i thought it would be i thought i could just sleep yeah. through when it would soothe her <laughs> for some reason i don't know oh, yeah um yeah. but it that wasn't really the case i mean one she was still in our room um so I, and i'm a very light sleeper so i can hear at all the things and sh- she's noisy and when the snoo would try and soothe her it also is obviously like upping the white noise so it's loud um and the other thing about it was it didn't quite like respond to her the way I guess I would have. Um, because okay. because she is not like a, she's not really a crier most times. Like she will, she'll get to crying, but it takes her a long time. Like she'll just sit there and yeah, grunt yeah. around. <laughs> like, yes,
0: Ezra does the same thing. It's like, eh. <laughs> yeah. Eh. And then it's, like, then if you if the X isn't responded to, then it's, we call it going full tilt. Then he just, like, unleashes um, the monster. Yeah, yeah.
1: But it takes a bit, like, a lot of uncomfortable, like, grunts for her to get there. And and if she goes to, like, full tilt mode, like, I, there's not any rocking of her, or white no, noise that no. is going to bring that back. Mm-mm. You need the Lord at that <laughs> right. point. Mm-hmm. So, um, but I, I would just... Like you can use your um, phone. It it has an app so you can control the level. It goes through four levels of like rocking and white noise. So basically like it starts at your baseline level. And then if it hears your baby crying, it'll go to level two, one and two and three and four, Um, four being the highest where it sounds like you're in the womb. Like it's it's like a loud, loud, like heartbeat sound um but it's it's obviously all to like replicate being in a in the womb but um so i would just kind of hear her start her little grunting thing (laughs) and um i would up it from my phone and a lot of times she would just go back to sleep so i wouldn't have to get up i wouldn't have to do anything um and i could fall back asleep very easily from like that so um it wasn't you know i just slept through the night all magically but it definitely helped so that's that's our one big sleep prop at the moment and I'm dreading when we have to transition to the crib <laughs> I believe in you I really do. I mean but even before that um you know we were using the same swaddle that goes in the snoo which which we both use um the sleep pee yes. and mm-hmm. it's the only way it going. really is I shout out to uh my friend Allie if she's listening but she's the one who Bought us that because at, at first we were messing with just the regular muslin swaddle blankets. Mm-mm. Like, nah, no way.
0: <laughs> yeah, I was a fool. And then Megan was like, let me show you the night.
1: <laughs> yeah, thank, thank Allie for that because, yes. Ugh, Allie. <laughs> yeah, Allie, yeah. Uh, I once Brian tried it because he was becoming quite the swaddle master with the blankets, but even so, like, they're just. A pain, and if you don't do it right, they will bust out, and it's obviously a lot easier for them to bust out. But once he tried the sleep swaddle, he was like, "Why have we been doing the other thing ever?"
0: Like- <laughs> yes, <laughs> and we—I mean, we even added another Velcro swaddle. Like I was, you know, because I was like, "Oh, well, I'll try these too." It doesn't matter. It—it's the sleepy <laughs> or nothing. I'm yes. sorry. I'm sorry. Other swaddles. There's no other way to live. That's so
1: true. Um, But, yeah, we were using that in a bassinet by my bedside. We were using the Hatch white noise machine. Um, We have black cow curtains. Mm -hmm. Uh, We weren't using the pacifier at first just because um, she didn't really take to it very easily. And I wasn't really trying to get her to take it, especially when we were having trouble breastfeeding. And um, a lot of people say that that can interfere um, when you're trying to have or get breastfeeding established.
0: (sighs) But mm-hmm. now
1: she takes a pacifier, fine, so I do use that um occasionally if she wakes up and I can put the pacifier in and it, it helps her go back to sleep um but yeah, so all of that, and uh I think that's that's kind of it what What about you? What kind of sleep situation are you guys working with to get your magical ten hours tell me tell me the secret. <laughs>
0: Again, I think it's just the baby. <laughs> no, I know, I know. Um, yeah. Like I said, my, my mom crossed the bear was the breastfeeding one. Um, but <laughs> it was not, not this one. So I will say we do all the same things. Like every, every sleep person is like, if your baby's not sleeping, you need to swaddle them. You need a white noise machine. It needs to be dark AF. <laughs> yes. And so great. Like, cool. I already sleep in a room that is dark AF. I used an, a rain machine myself on my phone I used I think it's like what um one of those apps I forget mm-hmm. the name right now um so that like wasn't a big transition up for us and actually we have um it's a travel one like it's like gray with green buttons everybody's like oh you have to have this one for traveling we actually have that in our room right now um because at first we were using an app but then the app would like die after a little while and then he would wake up so we just got this cheap one off of Amazon and the hatch lives in his nursery. So he'll have that when he goes, like she permanently stay in there. But he's in um the Halo Bassa nest, which Dana, shout out if you're listening, uh, let us borrow it. Um it's it's fine. I think if um it it has all the like it has like a light and a a jiggle function, but it's battery operated and the bat it dies mm-hmm. so fast. So um I think it's fine it serves its purpose I love the little like drop down arm especially when he was really little and we had to get him in and out in and out all the time it like one side collapses so you can just like but it's firm enough to keep the baby safe if that makes sense um and so we really he likes it fine um but other than that I think I'll talk a little bit more about I think what I would owe it to is I'm pretty militant about his schedule, which I know you're militant about Riley's too. So I think, I think that contributes to it, but I will say, I also think he's just like a natural sleepy guy. Um, But one thing I definitely know helps him get ready is um, everyone says to have like a bedtime routine and I'm sure Mm -hmm. you all have one, but we call it bottles and books. And because Tyler is who he is there's like a theme song that goes (laughs) to it (laughs) of course yeah and of course there's no other way for us and so every night it's the same thing so it's at the same time he every we give him a bath like every three days now that it's the winter in Nashville because if you bathe more often than that your skin gets kind of dry um, which I bathe more often than that. Let me be clear <laughs> but for, the, for the baby. <laughs> um, you like really, it just dries his little skin out. So it's either that or like a lotion massage. Uh, we give him a bottle. He's red too. We talk about like, what was our favorite part of the day? Um, Like I'm not particularly religious, but my aunt did give me this really sweet little card that's got like a prayer on it. So we like say that too. And then we put him to bed. And I think that like series of events helps him get in the state of like, okay, now I'm going to sleep. Because he fights us at naps, like fights so hard to fall asleep. But when it's bottles and books and we do all that and put him in the bassinet, it's like maybe five minutes and he's out like a light. Um so I would say like a routine is one of the like sleep Aids that we use, which they all want to sure. use uh, to get him to do the things. Um, but we've talked a lot and referenced it a lot about um, moms on call and taking care of babies. So, Megan, we've used both of them. So, Megan, why don't you talk about taking care of babies? Because I feel like that was the one that you um, went to first. I think you maybe told me about it too. Maybe. I'd heard about it loosely, but I think you maybe got it before I did. I don't remember who got it first. Mom's got it and was like, "You have to do this." So you tell the people. Yeah, and I think
1: again, I think Allie told me that she's taking care of babies, but so many people um, recommend taking care of babies, and I mean, Moms on Call is a great resource. But um, I mean, in general, I I didn't purchase the actual like courses until I want to say around eight weeks, but even prior to that, Mm -hmm. I like knew who she was and just like was perusing a lot of websites about baby sleep. Because again, I just really wanted sleep. Um, and, and I'd say Mm -hmm. like a lot of the core principles are the same, um, between a lot of the programs, you know, like, like you mentioned they're going to recommend that you have a bedtime routine and, and we do something very similar to, to what you just described with Riley except, um, for some reason, baths get her super amped. So I've never, um, I actually gave her one, um, like kind of later today, not, not as part of her bedtime routine, but, um, it was like kind of dim in the bathroom and stuff. And I was like, Oh, maybe this will be like nice and relaxing for her. And she started like just full on giggling and laughing and like trying to <laughs> chat with <That's> me. <laughs> I'm like, okay. So, um, anywho they're gonna recommend like a bedtime routine and they generally recommend like a wake window is at least what taking care of babies Mm -hmm. called it um where it's just the recommended time uh, depending on the baby's age for how long they should be awake before they become very overtired and it's actually like they tell you that an overtired baby is actually very hard to put to sleep, which is kind of counterintuitive. Like Mm -hmm. instead of getting tired and then going to sleep, they get like a rush of adrenaline and cortisol, like the stress hormone, and they become very hard to put to sleep. Um, And the more you do it, the harder they get to put to sleep and it's just a vicious cycle. So anyway um, Mm -hmm. that like the kind of the wake windows and watching for their sleepy cues and, um, the schedule, like you mentioned, um, where in general, like, um, taking care of babies and a lot of them recommend like a sleep, wake up, eat when they kind of wake up, play, and then go down for, um, go down for sleep. So they don't always associate like being nursed to sleep or being bottle fed to sleep. Mm -hmm. So they don't develop a ton of, um, sleep associations. So, um, uh but anyway i i kind of had roughly followed that in the earlier days i'd say and then um i purchased the taking care of babies bundle up i think it covered up until 4 months yeah um yeah. so it covered kind of the newborn days where a baby really isn't ready for like a legit schedule um and then it was like navigating mm-hmm. months 3 and 4 when they start to become a bit more predictable um and, and you can have kind of more of a, not like a on the clock schedule, I'd say, but still just watching for their wake windows, et cetera. But, um, taking care of babies is great. Um, she gives you recommended schedules and she's very like flexible and teaches you like how to use a schedule, um, with what your baby's actually doing. Not like 1 PM goes down for nap Cause that's not real life. Um, <laughs> especially like. with a you know three month old that's just not gonna happen um but very flexible she's got tons of like information resources um she has a lot of just supplemental information like oh if 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 your baby isn't taking a pacifier like and you would like to use that like here are some ways to you know do that um
0: yeah that, yeah, that's how we got Ezra to take one, using her method. Yeah, it's yeah.
1: I think that that's how I got Riley to take one. And, and she always starts out with, like, you know, what if, oh, I think my baby hates swaddling. She's like, your baby probably does not hate swaddling. Um, mm-hmm. How to treat night wakings versus, you know, when you're playing with them during the day or whatever. So it's just a ton of great info. Um, and it kind of gives you at least... A protocol to kind of follow for people that are OCD like me, and need like a plan. (laughs) Um, And I I know you definitely like follow taking care of babies, but you also tended a bit more towards moms on calls. um, It sounded like so. uh, What did you think of that program and resource?
0: Yeah, so moms on call is super great. Um, It's kind of like parenting one hundred and one, which one is like someone who is obsessively likes to research and learn. I was like, awesome. Cool. I mean, I've been around babies my whole life uh, from babysitting and my cousins having children and so on and so forth. But obviously (laughs) being around them and taking care of them are very different. And so uh, Tyler was also, he did not like little babies and actually children made him nervous. And so he was very nervous to like be a dad in the beginning because he's like, I don't, I don't know, like, I had to teach him how to, like, do a diaper and stuff like that. So um, we got the moms on call, like, bundle situation where it gives you all kinds of information. And, like, sleep is one component. It's everything from, like, how to change a diaper, how to... Um, bottle feed them like all these different things and so I I don't want to go into too much detail. I just kinda like Megan did an overview since like if you were interested I think you should check it out and give them your money. And um, they are both woman owned businesses, so that's important. But I will say they are more they're both two pediatric nurses and so they're a little more um well actually Kara taking care of babies is too but they they're a little more militant about the schedule, which as someone kind of like Megan was saying, like I have to have a schedule or like a, some kind of a plan. I am not a winger, I don't wing <laughs> things. I don't know how people do it, I don't, I don't understand. Like even when I'm winging and I'm doing like the bunny quotes, it's within parameters. Example, like Tyler and I went to on a vacation to Toronto and I was like, great, we're gonna wing it. Here are like th- five things I wanna do. Let me wing which day I do the five things I've already researched. <laughs> like that's as good as, yeah. I, as I can get. Like I don't get wild hairs very often. Um, And so what moms on call does is give you those like time of the days, which like, um, and they also have, they do provide some flexibility. They have something called like crazy days where it's like, if nothing else, you feed your baby at this time, this time, and this time. And like, don't worry so much about what's going Mm -hmm. on in the middle. If you, if something goes wrong or they get off schedule, which like I need to be told that it's okay that I'm like failing in some way and that's all right. And that's what I loved about taking care of babies too, which like, I feel like the gap I saw in mom's on call was like, okay, I see the schedule. I see how to do all the sleep tools, but like something's going wrong. Now what? And they had some like great tips on how to soothe your baby. um, But for me, it just wasn't working. Whereas like taking care of babies filled in that gap for me of like how to get Mm -hmm. better to sleep and like how to how to deal with him when he got up or like what we should do and even like Kara's a little bit more flexible so she even gave me like more mental permission to be even more flexible than I think I was before but if nothing else I would recommend getting the moms on call book that they have it's just a great resource it's also got like um here's what you need in your medicine cabinet here's what to do like here's what the all the symptoms of these like 16 common baby illnesses are that's awesome here's like all this yeah it's just an incredible resource for like anxious pants new parents who like maybe don't want to google right because as we tell you every episode don't google you're gonna do it anyways but don't whereas like i can go to the book mom's on call and be like oh okay here's the information um so yeah i would just i would highly recommend looking into it if that's something that uh you want to know more about Um, and so I guess we can briefly touch on, I mentioned a little bit, napping. Uh, I think we're both on the nap struggle train. Um, so tell the people about how Haley's napping.
1: Actually, I mean, I had, I think a couple days where it was not great. Um, but in general, she's at like four to five naps a day right now. Um, again, she's like four months old. And it's it's usually five naps if she only takes 45-minute naps, which is, like, her favorite thing to do, um, unfortunately. Ugh,
0: they're awful. They're
1: so <laughs> yeah. bad. Um, and if she does take, like, one longer nap, which she did today, hurrah. all right. Um, um, all right, girl. Then it'll be four naps. And then in between the naps, she is awake for, like, 75 to you know, an hour, 45 minutes. Um, and the hour 45 is like right before bedtime. That's her longest, um, wake time. And if we're home, she naps in the snoo just for consistency. Um, if we're on the go, she'll take a nap, you know, in stroller, um, or car seat, or while we're wearing her, you know, if we're walking around a park or something like that. How's, uh, as we um he used to be
0: like and I get my mom was like you can't have it all and she's right um so he was an excellent napper and then that died (laughs) which is fair it's fair I get it I, I see the universe I see what you're telling me and I hear you um so like the more he becomes alert and when he goes through leaps which we can do a whole thing about leaps um but essentially like his little brain just gets too jazzed up that he can't fall asleep so um his worst nap so far was like 35 minutes. Um, that was painful. Uh, because when they nap, you'd like spring into action You're like, what are the 16 things I can do, or like, <laughs> yep. am I gonna sleep, or can I take a shower, can I eat, can I have hot food? Because I don't know about our listeners, but my child has a spidey sense for when I'm about to put hot oh food my into gosh. my mouth. Yes. <laughs> <They kept. laughs>
1: How do <did> they <laughs> know? He knows.
0: He knows I'm going to eat hot food. yeah I don't. I don't understand. Um. And so, I think he his wake windows are a little bit shorter because he's a little bit younger, but he's a weird baby in that his shortest wake window is the last wake window. Um, He'll be awake for, like, sometimes only, like, 30 minutes at a time, um, maybe 45, and then he falls right asleep. So, even though they're supposed to get longer as the day goes on, his, like, tend to get are kind of the same, kind of the same, kind of the same, and then short, um, which is weird, but again whatever <laughs> i don't know if he is who he is clearly but another thing like to like the permission to get off schedule i think i needed permission to know that like i am building a strong foundation for sleep like most of his naps are in his crib which he doesn't even sleep in at night um he we just want him to get we wanted him to get used to sleeping in that room so that when we did move him in there full time it wasn't like totally crazy um, but he also sometimes like his favorite place in the world to sleep oh. is on Tyler. Um he lo- it's really cute. Uh Tyler runs really hot, so I think the th- my theory is that Tyler's like a little space heater and babies are kinda like <laughs> lizards on a rock. And so he just wants like all the heat and the warmth. Um but he also loves I call it the mama rap. I think I've never referenced it before. It's like the granola hippie mom wrap. I use a Moby. Solly. Like what? The Solly baby and all that. And I never thought I'd be that mom, right? Like that is not me, but man, that thing is amazing. And so like, if he's really struggling and both like moms on call and taking care of babies are good about letting you like let go of the magic, magical nap. And if he needs to sleep, which sometimes lately he's just been fighting so hard, like over the holidays when my family was here, he just like was too excited. And so the only way he would sleep really well mm-hmm. after like his first really solid nap was to go into the mama wrap. Um, and so then he, there he sleeps pre- beautifully and precious and then that still allows me to do things um I can't be nap trapped which is essentially nope. when like your child falls asleep on you in a bed or in a chair <laughs> and you're like stuck there um inevitably you always have to pee and like <laughs> the rat, the baby raft like you can still like I can fold laundry I can sit and watch tv I can you know type notes for the podcast um and so I just try to remember that like he's a human being and We all have good and bad days, and so there's going to be days where it doesn't matter what I do. Um, but it is, yeah, Kara says, like, it's your job to create the nap environment, it's their job to take it. (laughs) And so, like, that really helped me as someone who has control problems to like let it go and know that, like, (laughs) I've done my part now. Like, I have to leave it in his tiny, tiny little slobber covered hands. It's funny how, like,
1: different, um, Um, so different they are because like Riley rarely struggles to go down for a nap like really like honestly like she will go down beautifully like and it's I mean again don't hate me or turn off the podcast but like the whole (laughs) if you've looked into baby sleep and they're always like put them down drowsy when they're awake and let them gently drift off into dreamland independently (laughs) in this like magic scenario um, she honestly does that like most of the time and I (laughs) I can I can feel your hatred Mm, a little bit Um, mm -hmm. (laughs) but you know I would I would take some nap battles if it meant Uh getting 10 hours a night so (laughs) it just it is what it is you know she's she's great at falling asleep on her own for the most part but for some reason most of her naps are 45 minutes sometimes I get hour and a half in there and those are glorious um But I I don't know. It's interesting how different babies can be. Mm -hmm.
0: Yeah. And just Mm -hmm. like I said at the top of the episode, Megan and I basically do the exact same thing um, with our children and we get very different results. So if you're a mama out there who's like, I'm doing everything Karis does or I'm religiously following the schedule and like it doesn't happen, it's not your fault. Um, your baby is a person and they're going to do what they want to do. And so just you just got to kind of let it go. And that's really hard, especially for all my fellow type A. For sure. Or I consider myself as type B plus mamas. Um, it is. It, right. It, it and is and okay just know it, it's that, not necessarily and I think this right is something
1: cage. we want to touch on is what would you tell your brand new mom self about sleep? Um, and And I would tell myself that, one, it will oh, yeah. get better, <laughs> and two, like you're like you're saying, even if you know it doesn't happen mm-hmm. exactly as you you think it should or when you think it should, um, that you're whatever you're trying to do is is doing the best for your baby, and as long as you're being conscious about it, um, you're you're helping them um, set up their sleep. But another thing that I would say to myself in those tired newborn days is and even beyond newborn phase, um, is one or two bad nights does not mean that you're backsliding indefinitely. Um, yeah. Because I, I definitely felt like, you know, we were on this gradual yep. increase of her longest stretch of sleep and then getting like one or two days where she suddenly didn't want to do that. Um <laughs> I just thought the world was ending and I'm like, she's never going to sleep again. I'm gonna, never going to sleep again and I'm going to die of sleep deprivation. And that's just how I go. Um, but but no, I mean, she'll have a night or two where it's bad. And then, you know, she'll go right back to where she was for weeks, you know, so that's what I would tell myself. Uh, what about you? Yeah, I would echo, like, it
0: really does get better. <laughs> like, I promise they're not going to be, like, jack wagon sleepers for their entire lives. Like it, I mean, like, you look at people who have, like, re- adult children or, like, even, like, th- two-year-olds, three-year-olds at sleep. Like, it's coming. It just feels like forever. Um, and mm-hmm. for me, it was really important. And I think I said this before. Like, not every nap has to be perfect. You're not gonna scar your baby for life, and if your baby <laughs> falls asleep in the car seat, it doesn't mean right, like, or, they're or never gonna sleep in their crib again, and <laughs> you're... you're screwed.
1: Um, no, I was just gonna say if your baby <laughs> falls asleep not... while eating, you know, yeah. or like one day, or one time, like that doesn't mean that they're never gonna be able to, you know, fall asleep independently again.
0: <laughs> no, and like I've had some days where of his four to five naps four naps had to be spent in the mama sling because it just wasn't happening um and then some days all four take place in the crib and everything's fine and so don't beat yourself up about it um it's it's happening and you're doing the very best for your baby so megan tell the people where they can find us
1: Yes. So follow our social medias Um, on Instagram. We're at Megan's as Mamas and the companion blog to this podcast is Megan's as Mamas dot com. All right.
0: And until next time, we will see y'all later.
1: Sweet dreams. (laughs)